You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNB Podcast, the Coronavirus Sessions. Again, every weekday we at noon, we are bringing you um, just a little session with the local Gainesville business leader, business owner, community member to talk about how we are navigating through this coronavirus session, uh, session before, uh, how we're navigating through this coronavirus uh, in order to get the community through this thing together in order to, um, you know, really save as many jobs, save as many businesses as we possibly can. That is the goal behind doing this every weekday. And I hope that sharing these stories We'll just help everybody get through it. But uh, before we get into it, let me throw it over to my co-host, Michael Dees. How are you doing, man? What's up, man? I'm actually really excited because uh, after we wrap up here, I'm going to the dealership to sell a scooter for the first time in what seems like forever. So hopefully that works <laughs> out. I'm happy to actually get a sale. Uh, we're doing it by appointment only, but but uh, it, it's good. It feels good to be uh, going back to actually get some some business. Yeah, man. I was at the dealership today. I, I think that the the service team, so so our so everybody knows we are an essential business. Um, our service team is back there behind behind closed doors, behind the scene, working on some scooters and stuff. And the energy seemed good. Everybody seemed like in good spirits, and so so that's always important. And uh, you know, we'll we'll continue to see what happens, but. Uh, it was it was good. I, I had to go. I actually like collected things that I hadn't collected before. Like uh, the scanner, I, I brought a bunch of stuff home because I'm like, man, I'm just, so, I'm so fearful that I am going to be forced out and not going to be able to get back in to get the things that I need. So I've been taking pieces slowly home that I think that I will need and in, in order to scan bills to our bookkeeper or whatever we got to do, you know? Sure. But, um, but before we get into this episode, I want to thank our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Crime Prevention Security Systems. Um, they've been one of our fantastic sponsors in the first quarter. Now we're in the quarter two, baby. And uh, these, guys, these guys will keep, keep you and your family safe um, and keep your business safe as well. Got a really, really cool app. Um, you know, abilities to let people in and out of your business. Like we're using your phone, using your app, baby. Um, and, and they're just such, oh. such, such a great piece of the community. Uh, you know, these guys are always investing into the community. So I'm just super grateful for them and for their sponsorship. So, um, crime prevention security systems. Thank you so much. Uh, businesses out there, please, please reach out to them. Let them protect your family. Let them protect your business. Uh, you can reach out to them at cpss.net and uh, they'll take care of you. So thank you again, Crime Prevention Security Systems. And of course, I want to introduce my man, my friend, the only, the one, Jason Hurst of Maple <laughs> Street Biscuit Company. What is up, man? How are you? Man, this is, uh, <laughs> this is an interesting, interesting time. Every day is different, man. I'm just waking up like, let's go. What's what's going to happen today? Are we open? Are we close? What's happening? No. <laughs> so last time last time you and I uh, discussed in a forum like this, I was just getting started. So it was a whole different set of challenges. Now we're kind of deep in the trenches and we're just hitting our stride. And then like, you ever seen the Olympics where they're, they're hitting their stride and they pass the baton and it's like, oh, fumble. <laughs> like we're in that fumble stage we got to make up make up the last leg man but it's uh it's interesting it keeps us on our toes and it's i say in, in the darkest hour you see the the lights of most people's hearts shining so this is an, an opportunity for us to shine a light a little bit brighter so we're happy about it yeah are your goals in on april 2nd 
when we're recording this April 2nd, 2020, your goals today, the same as they were uh, on January 1st. <laughs> you ever heard the, uh, you ever heard the good times theme song, scratching and surviving, <laughs> easy credit ripoff, <laughs> keeping your head above water. That, that's our goal right now. Good time. Good time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's so funny because I've, I've really been reflecting on that. Cause I mean, obviously cause we just, we just finished the first quarter of the year. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this uh, this first quarter was not what I expected. Yeah, everybody's like, 2020, let's go. We've got this. We're going to crush this year. This is going to be the year this of growth. This is our year. This is our year. We got this. And then, like, three months later, <laughs> oh, man, I'm just, hoping, I'm just hoping we're in business next week. <laughs> I mean, if we're in business next week, it'll be check don't bounce. That's right. Right. Oh man, so it's it's yeah, crazy it's, it's to like. You know, I said at the beginning of this year, it felt like a year that was going to be our greatest, um, our greatest year ever. It felt like that at the beginning of the year is something about 2020, not just because it was the new decade, not because everybody was saying 2020 vision this, 2020 vision that. I could see clear now, um, but it was because uh, I just it just felt that way. But anytime you have great vision or you're about to do something great, expect great opposition. Um, and really in my meditation time, since I've got a lot of that right now, um, in my meditation time, I've been really uh, just meditating on alignment and order. This is a time for alignment and order, getting things aligned that have been out of, out of whack, whether it be spiritually, whether it be emotionally, whether it be with your family, a time to get in line and time to put things in order. I know we had a lot of stuff that was out of order. My schedule was out of order. I mean, I'm doing real estate and restaurants right now, two of the most <laughs> intensely, uh, intensely operative businesses. Um, my marriage was a little bit off. My relationship with my kids is a little bit off. This is the time where we really get aligned and also get in order, get those things in order that have been out of place. Because I, I still think, just like in any any game, you know, the second half is always um, is always really when you really see who uh, who who shines bright. Like you never ever really thought that the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when the Patriots were down twenty eight to three that uh, they'd mount one of the biggest comebacks in history. I think that the second half of this year is going to be one of the biggest comebacks for a lot of brands if we can just get in order and get in line uh, the first half of this year. I love that, man. I love that perspective. That's that's good. So, I mean, you have, uh, like, I got, you know, I got new scooters for us to worry about. I got repaint to worry about. We got the podcast to worry about. I mean, you're very similar to us is that you got a lot going on. You don't, you got, you got two Maple Street Biscuit Company's <laughs> locations, right? So you got you got that going on. You got some real estate stuff going on. I mean, where, like, where are you at? I mean, where, like, what what was the biggest when this thing started going down? What actions did you start yeah. taking? You know, what were were you having team meetings? What were those like? Just give us a summary of you know two weeks ago when this thing really started. You know, at, by the time this airs, it'll probably be three weeks. So, like two or three weeks ago, when this really started to to happen. Yeah, um, when it, when it started to happen, I mean, we like I said, we were hitting our stride in sales, uh, record sales at both stores. Um, my real estate career was really taking off. I had just recently gotten promoted, um, doing business all over the state. Whereas uh, before before our transition to Avis and Young from Front Street. I was doing a lot of business locally, which I was fortunate about, but I was starting to expand my brand, my personal brand across the state, uh, built a t was building a team. So, I mean, we were rocking and rolling, man, but it's like, it's like mu that game musical chairs when everybody's going around and there's one chair missing and <laughs> that chair was like pulled from under us, man. Um, and it was not like you saw it coming. It was something that happened like 
on Friday, I'm in a traffic jam. And then on Monday, I'm going to throw a rock and not hit a single car like on my way to work. Um, so, you know, it, it definitely took us, it took us a, a step, it took a step back very quickly, but it, it caused me to wonder, you know, what are the needs of people right now? Cause it's really not about me right now. Everyone has really turned inwardly focused at this point, And it's, it's not about what you, what you can do for, for yourself at this moment. I know as business owners, we have all these grandiose plans at the beginning of a year on what uh, we can accomplish uh, for ourselves and for our business and for the people connected to our business. But now we had to be outwardly focused more so now than I've, can never remember. I mean, the last thing that this major and this magnitude was uh, Hurricane Katrina. Uh, we were trying to figure out what we can do to help Louisiana, but this is something that is affecting literally every single person in the world right now. Um, but yeah, obviously we can't touch everyone in the world, especially with, with social distancing, obviously uh, there's some barriers there, but we can touch the community, especially with the platform that you guys have at um, the World GMV podcast and with New Scooters for Less. So we turned and really started focusing on how we can use our, our business both in real estate and the restaurants to really affect change in the community so we're doing a lot of programs um with the restaurant i know we're doing the business yeah i saw your program. A lot of yeah out. i saw that yeah tell everybody about yeah. that because that's really really awesome man we really appreciate you doing that no no it's a, it's a pleasure um listen the healthcare community is literally putting their lives on the line every single day um they could be affected and carry it back to their communities carry it back to their homes and to their loved ones but they're sowing a seed towards the community right now. So a lot of people were really wondering, because uh, we, we were in all kinds of chat groups right now and really hearing the pulse of what's going on and, and the needs and cries of the people. So we heard that uh, healthcare workers were on a lot of people's hearts. So we created an avenue um, whereby we can, obviously as a, as a business, we want to be sustainable. So we, we definitely appreciate the sales from that, but more so we were focused on how we can uh, mobilize the troops and the food, so to speak, to those who just, need a meal. Um, we, we serve comfort foods with a modern twist. So obviously a lot of people need comfort right now. So we were really trying to mobilize some comfort to those individuals who are working double hours, uh, double shifts in, in Shands and the VA in North Florida and uh, the pediatric clinics all over the place. I mean, we're jammed, jammed packed, um, but this provides a level of hope for them. And it also makes people feel good about doing something for others from a monetary standpoint, even though they're not the people that can deliver it. We are the ones that are putting ourselves out there to deliver so we're calling the biscuits for heroes program for first responders and healthcare workers and so like a business like ours could just you know contribute like buy like buy food buy meals yeah. like how does it work or just you we just donate money and like, on your website or something like what's how, yeah how does so it, how you can go to um yeah, you can go to www.maplestreetbiscuits.com and on the main landing page we put the biscuit for heroes program up there um, you can buy boxes and in increments. I think the, the lowest increment starts at about a hundred bucks. Um, but we've had people that have bought multiple uh, boxes. A hundred bucks feeds 10 people. Um, so every increment of a hundred feeds another 10 people. But what we're doing as an added benefit to people who do do that and participate in that program is they get 10% back in the form of a gift card to spend at Maple Street Biscuits, whether it be um, ordering online or curbside pickup. We're still open for those two mediums. And we're still getting a lot of business that way. It's about 50% of our business right now. But uh, we wanted to be able to give back to those people for sewing into other. So it's kind of like a pay it forward thing um, that's going on. And some people are using that gift card and turning right back around and buying more meals for people, which is really cool. Um, and it's really been, it's really the coolest part about it is not necessarily the transaction that's taking place between us and, uh, and the healthcare professionals and us and business owners and, 
individuals in the community. The coolest part about it is now that we're doing it, other people are starting to roll out programs and other people are starting to roll out programs. So we're not in competition by any means right now at this time. There is enough to go around for everybody and there's enough help that's needed to where if we can inspire others to do it, we're all for that. So what, what kind of, what kind of changes has that meant for your, your team? Uh, you know, having to go to uh, curbside takeout only, have you had to, yeah. I mean, lay anybody off? Like how has that, how has that affected, um, you know, how you run your team? Yeah, so I think I'm in the same boat as everybody else. We've definitely had to cut back on some hours, and, and we've got some great people that work for us from top to bottom, from front to back. Our entire staff is really mission-oriented and mission-minded people. So it's it's one of those things where when people go home from our business, um, they're not necessarily, like, dejected or ready to run out. Because we're so mission-minded, it's like, dang, I, I'm losing the opportunity to serve our mission. And there there are some exceptions, obviously. There are some people that um, do just need a paycheck. We're here for those people, too. Um, but, yeah, we've had to cut back on some hours. Um, deep, but the programs like this are the things that give us the right to be able to give more people hours. Um, so it's, it serves kind of a double niche. It serves the niche of helping the community, but also serves the niche of helping our people stay employed and be able to support their families. Um, so we, we really appreciate programs like that. Um, we've also got a new program that we're getting ready to roll out called Families Helping Families where uh, families can help uh, donate through our website as well uh, to su support a meal. We have a family size pack where they can buy a family size pack for another family in need. So we've had people that have lost their jobs and called in and asked for, for help. We've had um, people like Meridian Behavioral Health Care who has a homeless recovery program. They called us and said, hey, w whenever you get uh, somebody calling and asking, uh, how can they help? We're, we're, we're raising our, our hands. So. Uh, and then we've been able to help out there. We've had people like a, a live church and some of the local churches who have literally spent thousands of dollars with us and are now giving that away free to the community and putting it out on their social media um, to be able to to buy from our pantry. Also, oh, the pantry is another interesting concept that we rolled out. So I never thought I'd say this, but as of yesterday, the last week, we have sold more rolls of toilet paper than biscuits. <laughs> so the Maple Street Pantry was birthed from the fact that uh, if you go in any local grocery store, you name the grocery store, there are rows of stuff that are just missing. They can't keep up with demand, which is great for their business, but it's not, a, it's a detriment to the community uh, because we we have people that are supposed to be staying at home, but they got to roll out to the grocery store every three days to see what the new supply is. So we had the power to, rev, uh, to leverage one of our suppliers to get toilet paper, um, hand soap, uh, joy dish detergent, um, paper towels, fresh produce, meats all the essential items that people are running to Publix for and can't find, or they're in short supply, we're offering it at Maple Street Biscuit Company. Um, so we're also taking that and bundling it up to make care packages, which churches are buying to give away to their partners. So it's just, um, it's, it's definitely a business where I thought <laughs> we would be trying to stay alive in restaurants, uh, in, in, in the mind of a restaurant and serving a lot of food, but we've been doing a lot of other community initiatives to uh, kind of help out. So I got to ask, who gets credit for all these ideas? Like, is this all coming from you or is this your team? Is this some kind of divine inspiration? Like, these are some great ideas that you got coming through uh, in these times. So, so where are they coming from? Yeah, dude, I, I, I thought you were napping all day. I was like, what? what's Jason doing? I figured, I figured I wish, he's napping. All... <laughs> no, I wish. No, man, I wish I could take credit for all this. You know, this is a... Um, this is a testament to who Maple Street Biscuit Company is. I shared this on the um, the leadership talk that I was on earlier. You know, when 
my son had left the light on uh, one day this week. And I didn't notice that the light was left on. I told him to turn it off the night before. I didn't notice that the light was on. The light was on all day. So we've been doing this stuff all, 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 all times we're doing, we're doing good and everybody around is living life as normal. But when it got dark, I noticed that my son had left the light on and it had been on all day running up our bill. Um, but it wasn't until it was dark again that I realized that the light was still on. In this dark time, the things that we've been doing the whole time are now getting noticed because the times are dark and people really need these things. Um, so <laughs> I wish I could take credit for it, but it is the brainchild of a lot of communication. I mean, we've been on calls. At one point, we were having multiple calls a day as things were changing rapidly uh, in the state of Florida and the state of all, all the different states where Maple Street um, does business in. Um, so we've been just giving feedback on what other people were hearing in other parts of the country um, as they rolled out different stay-at-home plans in uh, Tennessee or uh, in Georgia. Uh, and then we rolled out our stay-at-home plan. We knew kind of what was coming and we were able to prepare for it. So from top down, uh, Scott Moore, who is our, our CEO, um, to all the way down to our stores here locally, it's just been a lot of communication, a lot of brain sharing, and a lot of uh, mind encounters because nobody's been through a time like this but it's 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 it makes it a lot easier when we can share ideas and kind of uh be ahead of the curve and think how can we help people serve others and be a part of the community and proactively ask what we've been doing for forever ask it at a greater measure now that it's needed yeah absolutely what's the um i mean you know now now you know the governor set out like a you know, stay at home, stay at home order. You know, I know, I know that businesses are, you know, restaurants are still allowed to operate, still allowed to do food. I mean, but, you know, I'm kind of looking at this thing as there's probably going to be a time where you might not be able to, right? There might be a time where like, you know, I'm looking at our business, we're, we're considered an essential business too. And like, we're, you know, we're, we're working right now, um, you know, behind closed doors, like I said earlier, but like, yeah, I've been prepping my team. I'm like, get as much done right now because there, there might not, you know, there might be, there might come a time where we're told to stay, to stay at home, no matter what, no matter what kind of business you are. Like I really have no idea. Right. So none of us have the crystal ball trying to predict the future. I mean, are you getting a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry from your team members? Like what kind of reassurances are you offering to them? I mean, is, what are those conversations like? Or are they yeah, even I mean, taking place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're taking place. I mean, we we're on the uh, the call with all of the community leaders uh, and all of the store owners throughout the country. Like I said, on a, on a weekly basis, we're down now to three times a week. Uh, there is definitely a tension for sure um, because we're we're serving the community. By the time we're still a part of this community too, like we still have to go to Publix and get stuff. We still have to uh, you know frequent these other essential businesses and find time to do that. So we're not exempt by any means, just because we're open, uh, we still have to live and be a part of the community. We have to homeschool our kids right now. So um, it's really, it's isn't really that, interesting. Isn't it's that really fun? changing every day. So yeah, I'd be lying if I said that um, the anxiety isn't at an all time high. Um, but I know one thing that's helped us is the, the power of prayer. And no matter what your uh, religion is or what your, your faith is in, there's a higher power that uh, you, you're going to have to reach out to outside yourself because you, you don't know the future. You don't know what the end is from the beginning. Um, so yeah, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a little bit of fear. Um, the thing that the thing that grounds me is that we're still uh, going to fulfill our mission, and I, and, I, and I tell our people that that the more you focus on others, the less you focus on the problems of yourself, and the more you feel gratitude, 
I shared this on a couple conferences. says, he who sows fairly reaps fairly, but he who sows bountifully reaps bountifully. When you're sowing bountifully into other people, um, you're going to reap a harvest of, of bountiful blessings. And that's just a natural law. But no matter what you believe in uh, faith-wise, that's just a natural law. And you see, the, the biggest givers are sometimes the biggest receivers. And not that they do it to be the biggest receivers, but it just it's just a law. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just the way it rolls. Um, but yeah, we, we're, just, we're just having a lot of communication, being very transparent. Um, everyone has been understanding up until this point. Um, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've, got a, I've got a job where both of the industries I'm in are 100% mission-based. So if you ain't buying buildings, I ain't making money. <laughs> if you ain't buying biscuits, we ain't making money. So uh, it's an old outcast song that says, if you don't move your feet, then I don't eat. So we're like neck to neck. Uh, more than ever, we're like all interconnected. And it's just, you just got to be transparent in your leadership now because you know people and people understand that people will connect with your transparency and your vulnerability because nobody's been through this um not not to my knowledge yeah. nobody's been through a pandemic in my lifetime i don't know uh, if your parents have been through one but i know my parents have definitely not been through a pandemic um my grandparents probably have been through the great depression but they're all gone gone to see the lord at this point so we don't have a precedence for this but the more we, we can communicate and be transparent and let people know uh, to the greatest extent what's going on and how it affects us. But to keep mission minded and mission focused, that's the best we can do right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I was going to say like, you know, when I was speaking earlier and I was actually, I think even on the previous podcast we did, the, the thing that I noticed when this type of situation happens is that, you know, there's, there's more, there's more community. There's more people coming together to serve each other. And, uh, you know, and that's always really, really inspiring. And, and, you know, and sometimes I think that's in God's plan, right? I, I think like he, he, he's trying to, it, it's his way of showing us like, this is the way it's supposed to be. Um, and so like anytime there's uh, something super negative like this, like I, I always try to find the positive in it. And, that, and that's the positive, man. That's the part more, more time with family. Um, you know, the, the gratitude, the, the gratitude that I have, I mean, I, I've talked about that, on, you know, on several of these already is like, you know, the conversation that I had with my 10 year old about the fact that a, you know, the manufacturer, like our scooters are manufactured in Italy, Vespa is in Italy. And these menu, you know, they're, I'm, t I'm talking to him about the fact that they're forced to stay at home. And, you know, a lot of them are sick, and they're not working on our scooters. And, you know, that that chain, the fact that those scooters come to the United States and then go into my dealership and that that we're selling them to customers, you know, we can't we don't have a business without that manufacturer in Italy, you know, and so like those conversations and, you know, really and really being able to spend that time with my family and really making my kids even understand uh, the impact and even the, 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 the historical moment that they're living through and not even realize it, you know, they're going to they'll, they'll realize it 10 years from now. I look back and be like, man, like I was, you know, I was like at 10 years old during that time. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. All those different things. And I just have this deeper appreciation, um, you know, for our manufacturers, for those workers, um, just knowing that, that we're all connected on a global scale. I don't know, man. It's, it's, I, I've, I've just been in a deep state of gratitude you know, grateful. I'm grateful for yeah. my health. I'm great, grateful. I'm grateful to be at home with my family. Um, you know, it's, we, we need, we need a lot more perspective because one of the things that I've seen a lot of lately is just a lot of, a lot of negativity, a lot of, you know, people, a lot of complaining, yeah. 
there's been a lot of complaining and I would just encourage everybody to, to really change your mindset, like change your perspective. Be, be grateful for what you have, you know? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing because it's amazing because this time I was, uh, this time maybe a few months ago, I was like, man, I need more time with my wife. I need more time with my kids. And now we have it. And now we're like, oh man, I need to get back to work. No, I mean, this is a time to really enjoy and uh, Careful what you, and wish focus for. On, uh, you know, focus on those things you've been asking for, man. This is a gift. Like, your kids are going to remember this. Uh, that Daddy, he sucked at teaching me math, but he was there. <laughs> you know, I was playing ABC with Mouse with Daddy uh, at this time. You know, really, really appreciate these things. I mean, I've been on more bike rides in the, in the last week than I've been on in the last two years, man. I just... You, you forget about that stuff. It's the time to return back to art, return back to your hobbies, pick up a new hobby, pick up a book that you probably read one chapter of and put down because you were quote unquote too busy. Isn't it amazing how uh, you asked for not, asked not to be too busy and now we are too busy. Now you want to get busy again? Like, what is that dichotomy? Like, hey, Seriously. <laughs> this is Absolutely. what we asked for guys. Enjoy it. Breathe it in. No, man. I, saw, I saw something, uh, I think it was today that said, um, if you don't come out of this learning something new, um, it was never about time. It was about discipline. And, and that spoke true to me. I, I think that's absolutely spot on. But I wanted to ask, uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I think something that we haven't dove into is that there are a lot of people that have multiple businesses, like both you and Colin. Um, so is that something when you're going through times like this that, that you're, you're thankful for? Does it stress you out doubly because you've got like two businesses, three businesses to worry about? Or how does it affect you whenever you've got many? Um, it's an interesting. Uh, it's interesting when you have multiple businesses because different seasons call for different cycles of the business. So uh, I know at one point we were at a growth rate in the restaurant business. So sales were here, but uh, real estate was here. So we were able to balance it. But now we're at a time where everything's going this way. <laughs> everything's going down. So it's like, well, and it's funny because everybody's going through it too. It's like, oh, your sales suck too. Me too. So <laughs> you find a little bit of comfort in doing that uh, right now. Um, because everybody's going through it. So it's just like, let's just help each other get through this time because we know there's going to be an end to it. We, we've got some very smart people working right now. We've got some very smart uh, business owners and banks and lenders and vendors that are working with us that know that this is for a short time. If we work together, it's easier to get through it than trying to be standoffish and worry about my goals, worry about my four no more. If we can work together during this time, we'll get through it better together. So uh, this is a time when everybody, I mean, everybody's business sucks right now. I can't, I can't name one business owner that I've talked to in the last few days that just says, hey, my business is through the roof. Even those Publix and all these grocery stores, Kroger's and all the grocery stores that are still open, even though their sales are going great, they can't keep stuff on the rack. So they're stressing out employees. They're stressing out their vendors. So everybody's going through it right now, which gives me a sense of comfort. Like, it's not just me in this time. I know uh, the last economic downturn, it was some people who had saved their money and were able to sustain it. Uh, well, listen, people that save their money are in the same boat as people that are leveraged right now. So um, it's an interesting it's an interesting time to be in because everybody's going through it. So it's, we're, we're better together than, uh, than than isolated, I think. So yeah. do you feel like you split your time evenly or do you maybe spend more time where there's uh, greater profits, greater revenues? Or how, how does that time get split? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, real estate is kind of on hold right now. Not that it's say I think people still are bullish on real estate but it's kind of like let's wait to be bullish right now so it's not like the market is necessarily downturning right now not not yet at least i think it's definitely flattened but it's only flattened because we're we're seeing how long this is going to last 
And we're also uh, trying to see uh, what we're going to do on the other side of it, who's going to uh, be, be standing at the, at the end of this. So um, in, in real estate, it's kind of like I've, I've, I've shifted to being more of a, uh, a counselor, in some cases a shrink <laughs> to some of my clients, um, and really trying to help them get through it. So that's the way I'm spending my time now. It's kind of insensitive to kind of push sales on people. Um, I know that, and one, one part of me says, hey, I got a, I got a family I got to take care of. Thank God my, my pipeline was pretty good and still has some residual payments there. Otherwise, I'd be <laughs> shot in the water. Um, but I think right now, the thing that's going to be most important to the people in real estate is just saying, hey, how can I help, man? You know, um, everybody's on hold. You know, I deal with two sides of the coin. I got buyers and, and landlords and I got sellers and tenants. And they're both struggling. Uh, the buyers and the landlords are, are struggling with financing and struggling with keeping their debt obligations and the sellers and tenants are struggling, one, if they have multiple locations to keep their businesses open and two, to figure out what their expansion plans are going to be now, what's going to be available, what's going to be the opportunity. So, I mean, we, there, there's a balancing act there, but right now the best thing to do is just to ask how, how people are doing. In terms of the restaurant, I've probably been spending most of my time there because it's still open. Um, we, are, we are definitely fighting to survive. I think that uh, every day is a different challenge and it's definitely a, a dichotomy switch where we were a fast casual restaurant where people would dine in and that was our bread and butter to get people to come into the stores and come in multiple times. But um, now people are, are staying, they're staying at home. So uh, we've got to be, we've got to have that voice share because now all the restaurants are trying to get that voice share because we're all struggling. We're all trying to um, get that, get that, uh, what they call Toma, uh, top of mind awareness. So I definitely think that my, my time is more on the, the restaurant side only because the real estate deals are all on hold right now. Um, but the restaurant is holding on <laughs> right now. So um, definitely a little bit more focused on the restaurant side, I would say. Cool. All right, last question. And then we gotta let you go. But if, I, uh, if I'm gonna get Maple Street to go, what am I ordering? Like, what am I gonna order? What's, uh, what, what's, your, <laughs> what's your favorite? My my go-to, so uh, don't don't tell anybody this, but I'm uh, I'm on a I'm on a pretty strict diet for the most part. I only eat Maple Street in um, in on my cheat meals, and and really I'm a follower of Biggie's Ten, ten Crack Commandments. Don't get high on your own supply. I think that's number eight. Um, so, uh, but if I have a go-to, and when I do have my go-to, it's definitely the Squawk and Goat Man. Uh, if you like goat cheese, my other go-to is the Farmer, which is uh, flaky biscuit. A nice breaded chicken, piece of chicken uh, with a little bit of kick of hot sauce. And then it's topped with three pieces of pecan wood, smoked bacon, cooked to perfection, melted cheese, house-made apple butter made from cored apples uh, from scratch. All of our ingredients are made from scratch. It just drizzles down in your mouth. It's like food porn, man. It's ridiculous. Makes yeah. you hungry just uh, talking about it. Uh, my, my mouth waters just hearing you describe it, man. Like, <laughs> yes, that's, that's the effect that we have on people. So yeah, and it's it's just it's comfort food, man. It's it makes it, it makes smiles happy and it makes makes lives happy too, man. Well, we're gonna, gravy, a runny egg, and a vanilla maple latte. I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah. And everybody can't just go, can't go wrong anything on the menu, really. No. Everybody just orders online, or what? What's the easiest way? What, how can how can our community yeah, I mean, support the, you guys the best, right now? Yeah, the best way to do uh, our process right now is to order online at www.maplestreetbiscuits.com. Uh, that way we are able to still give gracious service. One of our core values is gracious service. We can still provide that. We'll, you just pull up. We call it the pop the trunk uh, service. You just pop the trunk. We'll throw your items in there. You can also order online from our pantry. <laughs> if you need toilet paper, you don't want to wait in line. You need paper towels, you don't need to wait in line. 
you need joy, you need fresh uh, uh, produce, you don't need to wait in line, you can just order that online with your order. Where else can you go get a squawking goat and toilet paper at the same time? It's the best way to order, but if you are confined to the home, uh, we do do third party delivery through Bite Squad as well as uh, Uber Eats. Awesome, man. Jason, I love you, brother. Thanks for all you do, man. Love you too, man. Always good to share with you, bro. That's so good. Thanks for coming on. Mike, any last words before we sign off? Nah, man, that's it. Always a pleasure, Jason. Take care, man. Yeah, Mike. Good to see you, man. All right, well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Remember, we're going to be doing these every weekdays, every weekday at 12, um, in just about a half hour or so. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. This is the WHOA GNV podcast, the podcast, bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. 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 <laughs> you guys. <laughs> we'll see you later. Love you, Gainesville. Bye.